Welcome to an Aromatic Life's Whiff of Wisdom. As you know, this is a brand new format that I'm adding every other week in between new conversations where I'm going to release a short inspirational clip from one of my previous guests. I hope that this whiff gives you new insights as well as inspiration to try new things that use your sense of smell more. Today's whiff is in honor of Anosmia Awareness Day, which was this past Tuesday. So we're going to make it Anosmia Awareness Week. I want to share a clip from episode two of the podcast with my dear friend, Dia Klein, who was born with no ability to smell. Here she shares her perception of how the world must smell based on what she hears us smellers constantly saying. I think it's a really astute observation. She also shares when she first realized that she couldn't smell, which I think is a great insight to keep in mind, especially if you have small children. Oh, and did I mention Dia's a comedian? Because she also shares some really funny observations. Basically things she's had to navigate through in this smell-filled world we live in. I think this whiff is a really great reminder for those of us who can smell to appreciate all the good smells we experience every day. Enjoy. So let me ask you, at this point in your life, after all these years, I'm not trying to say you're old, by the way, <laughs> but after all of these years, what do smells mean to you? Tell me what smells mean to you. From my perspective, listening to a world of people who smell, I perceive smell to be an annoyance. Interesting. Most of the comments that I hear or in relation to that stinks, that's awful, ooh, gross, what's that? I rarely hear people, oh, that smells so good. And it's usually, if you hear that, it's because somebody has their nose buried in someone's neck or a bouquet of flowers. So for me, my perception of smell is just, annoyance. I don't understand why people are obsessed <laughs> with it because it's just everyone is so angered and annoyed and determined. That's the, that's what maybe that's like the world quest is to eliminate the bad smells. I think that might be like number one human priority for humans who smell. Eliminate the smells. stink. Okay. <laughs> but I think you're right. There's something there about how it's our natural instinct to just respond to bad smells. Nobody is actively, consciously walking around going, ooh, that leaf on that tree smells good. Or as they're walking down the street, this smells good. Or I'm cooking my food. Oh, that smells really nice. You're absolutely right. It's only when there's a bad smell that us smellers are typically commenting. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you guys will stick your head out the door and be like, oh, smells like rain, right? Okay, okay. So we've got weather perception okay. tied to, to smell, which is kind of cool. In he, where I live in Colorado, you'll hear people sniff, well, you'll hear them exclaim after they sniff the air, smells like snow's coming. And I'll say, how do you know that? Well, it smells like the stockyards from Greeley. Interesting. Okay. which just means the storm front pushes is pushing down from further north from the stockyards and manure is the smell of it's gonna smell oh wow <laughs> a 
<laughs> again it's a negative it's a negative right? i'll just wait till i see the snowflake come on right, right right so interesting so let's go through i thought we could go through kind of the beginning let's start with your early childhood up until today and then i have a couple of other things i want to ask you but really let's start from the beginning tell me your first realization or maybe your parents realization that you couldn't smell when was that i have a incredibly clear memory of this moment and i talk about this moment all the time mm-hmm. i was 4 years old And I remember walking into my house with my father and brother. We'd been gone. My mom was at home and we walked through the front door and both my father and brother exclaimed spaghetti for dinner. (laughs) And and you couldn't see the kitchen from the front doors, not no visible path. And I just remember thinking, what is this magic trick? What are you talking about? How do you know we're having spaghetti? And my dad said, just breathe in through your nose and smell. And I I just remember that because it was also repeated to me throughout my entire childhood, very unhelpful advice, just breathe through your nose and smell. And I just couldn't understand what in the world that meant. All I smelled was warm air. Okay. And throughout my childhood, my parents believed me with a lot of disbelief. Right. Oh, you're not concentrating hard enough. Just keep trying. Just breathe deeper. And I was taken to a doctor, I want to say when I was in the fourth grade. Um, I'm guessing he wasn't uh, ENT, ear, nose, and throat. And he looked at my nose. Oh, yeah, well, it looks swollen. Yeah, her nasal passages look swollen. Here's some steroids. Oh, wow. And my parents were like, mm, I don't know that we need to be giving a fourth grader steroids. Right. You're about 10, right? Fourth grade, <laughs> yeah. Like nine, yeah, nine yeah. years old. Yeah. And it just kind of let go at this. It was just like, oh, well, um, I guess Dia can't smell. Still, maybe she'll grow into it. But interestingly enough, there was never a connected conversation with my relation to taste. I I will give my parents credit for that, for absolutely understanding that I could taste. Okay. But I was saying I couldn't smell. Right. But they didn't know what anosmia was, right? No, 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 no. No one, doctors don't know. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. (laughs) Nobody. And it was really just a matter of thinking that I'll grow into it, which is so irresponsibly ridiculous if you think about it, because nobody says to a blind child, just just concentrate, look harder. You, you can wow. see it. You're just not, you're just, you just don't know you're seeing something. Just look harder. Right. Like that's, that's a, nobody would do right, that to right. a child who's blind. No one. Wow. <laughs> and it's- so I was, I, I was, accepted and it just became a thing it just was a thing not not like a thing as in oh but just like oh right dia has brown hair and she says she doesn't smell wow okay but you just got on with your life right i just got on with my life yeah yeah it was irrelevant to me so in school though 
you know, when you think about it, a lot of kids, they like to make comments about, you know, fart jokes or Mm -hmm. burping or I don't know, smelly pens, markers. Did that come up at all? Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. And the biggest mystery to me from my childhood, from school, the biggest mystery that I was obsessed with were scratch and sniff stickers. Interesting. Okay. I I remember getting them like as the reward for good schoolwork or through the scholastic book program, you could get stickers. And in the 80s, stickers, scratch and sniff stickers and stickers in general were a big deal. It was like a thing. Oh, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking that it was a real shoddy product. These <laughs> goddamn scratch and sniff stickers. This is this is a real cheat kind of a product right. because I scratch them. There's nothing there. There's no smell. And then I would think, oh, my friend, she got one that works. So I would go to her and I'd say, I'll trade you. Yeah. I haven't even, you know, here's mine. And she'll trade me hers and I'd scratch and sniff. And I'd think, God dang it. She's took all the smell out. They only last for one smell. Yes. That was my else. Meanwhile, everybody else is talking about, oh, this smells like banana or this smells like strawberry or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you guys ruined it. You took all the smell. Scratch sniff's only good for one scratch and sniff. Like I thought smells dissipated that quickly. I thought you would react, oh, gross or "Mm, yum. And then people didn't say anything anymore. And then I would assume that the smells went away. Okay like magic, like smoke, like eventually you see it. And then eventually there's no more smoke. Right. I thought smell was like, as depicted in all the cartoons from my childhood, smell is depicted as, as a puff of smoke. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And when that puff goes away, I thought smell goes away. So with farts, um, it took me a while to even realize burps really actually smell, but because it's a with, sound, it's also a sound, right? So you, it's you a get, sound. It's just yeah. feels good. But with with farts, farts are complicated. Farts <laughs> are utterly complicated because more than half of the time, I think uh-huh. they don't smell. They're just sounds, and Is that only because people sometimes. are commenting. Yeah. Or people will be like, oh, I thought that one was going to stink. Or they say, you know, silent but deadly. That one didn't sound, but it really stinks. And, oh, that one made a big noise. Can't smell anything. It was just air. Interesting. So I don't understand. Like, when I fart, I kind of feel like I'm playing Russian roulette. Like, oh, was that a stink (laughs) one or not? Nobody said anything. (laughs) Right, right, right. Oh, wow. So did you learn when you were in grade school did you learn to just pretend did you pretend that you could smell or you just avoided the conversation and were just curious and listened to everybody else talking about it you know I think about that and I try to remember what I did to comply I I never lied about not being able to smell I feel like I just jumped in as I think most congenitals do, they just kind of jump in and just, uh-huh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, gross. Ah, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Ha, I never smelt it. Right, right. And it's just, I, I think, 
I feel confident in saying I absolutely participated. I, I was not a shy kid and I was never embarrassed by my inability to smell. I had bigger problems that I had to worry about that were bigger embarrassments. My lack of smell was so irrelevant. I hope you enjoyed that whiff of wisdom. Do spread the insight by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guests? If you enjoyed this episode, I think you might like my new Substack newsletter, where I share my thoughts on all things smell. It arrives in your inbox bi-weekly and is meant to pique your curiosity and expand your idea of what sense of smell can mean in your life. You can sign up for it for free at anaromaticlife.substack.com. Have a great rest of your day. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. I'll be back next Thursday with a brand new conversation related to our sense of smell. Take care.